you have on your mind, Jeff? I don't know. Welcome back, though. Welcome back to... Welcome back. Whatever you call it. Yeah, the sights and sounds, man. I don't know. It's been about a month and a half times two. Seems longer. <laughs> so long, it seems a lot longer, but you've been talking with all the other guys. Yeah. We set the expectations appropriately, though. Yeah, appropriately well, low. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... Um, it's e- it's not easy because you're a busy guy. And, and yeah, and, and um, you're just twiddling your thumbs all day, right? Yeah, I'm just sitting there waiting for you to call me. <laughs> I'm just like standing by the phone, <laughs> crying. Like, when is he gonna call me back? Yeah, I send you a note, like yeah. circle yes, no, maybe. Yeah. You know, are we gonna podcast today? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> There's a thousand messengers, um, posts. You uh, you've got a new friend. And he's my here. My friend? Oh, yeah, my, my new guitar. It's Spalt. Yeah, it's a beauty. Spalt Vienna guitar. It's Let's start there, man. Amazing guitar. It's great. Um, the acoustics, um, everything about it is just really like, um, like a dream instrument for me. I'm blown away with it. I'm very happy with it, and I just can't stop playing it. And I've tried different strings, different, you know, different ways of playing so it's got me playing different, you know, even though we mess around here and we're just like making loud noise. But when I'm sitting with it, I'm doing a lot of different types of playing. So I catch myself playing jazz, um, um, classical, yeah, I was gonna more say, you classical, classical type stuff. So it's it's a it's the instrument that makes you it kind of makes you a different player. You know, when I had Les Paul, I was just really more rock. And then you pick this thing up and you're like, I can't play this that way. I can't do it, you know. And I've tried I've tried to play and caught myself, like, soloing with a band, and I just can't do it the same way. It doesn't feel, feel. Doesn't feel the same. So I catch myself playing different types of... Um, um, I guess you would say patterns. And what happens is, you know, since I'm not totally used to it, I, I slip and trip here and there on the <laughs> fretboard, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that because it's not the Les Paul because I'm really, really used to having my hand, I mean, being able to, to move my hands a certain way, but not on this thing. Is it's, it um, it's like... It's harder to move your hands or just different? It's a different thing. So I'm just getting used to the, you know, everything the feel, the neck, the action, um, the tone, everything. It's just a total different thing. It's like going from an acoustic guitar to an electric, or go vice versa. It's, that's kind of more what it is. It's more like your acoustic type of feeling instrument. What kind of setup changes so, were you experimenting with? Uh, different strings? Thicker strings, different tunings, um, different types of strings, and I kind of like... I like it in regular tuning, but I I was playing it for like a month, tuned down to D, tuned down a whole step. Yeah. So I was playing in D with thicker strings, and I loved it. But then, you know, I just kind of switched back. What did you use with D? I've got well, I I play in like D flat a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, lucky you. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you use? Uh, what gauge? I was a, using their elevens. Yeah. But they're kind of the, I think the bottom was bigger. So that's right. I've got, they have a different type of set where you get a bigger, a thicker yeah, like the hybrid E and set. A. Yeah. yeah. 
So you have this, you know, a good amount of tension you can tune down and get this really full sounding instrument. It's more like, um, I'd say more like a piano type of tones, you know, when you're experimenting with the, you know, the lower strings. And you can get some really nice, like, I don't know how to say it, like orchestra type of thing going yeah. on with the with the strings. And it sounds really great like that, but, you know, it's hard to play with other players because I'll, I'll be playing and, and the bass player will be looking at my hands to find out where I'm at, and I'll tell them, you can't look at me, you know, because you'll be playing the wrong you know, in the wrong key. Because, yeah, because right. you're tuning. Right. So, yeah. it's, I love it, though. I love the lower tuning. So, I might go back to it one day. Just maybe just to use it for certain ideas, certain recordings, that kind of thing. But, you know, I put it back to standard a couple of weeks ago. I Yeah, I've been writing in, uh, Good. in D flat or oh, okay. C sharp or whatever. And uh, that's all I can hear it in now. So, when I was playing on yours in, in E... Yeah. Uh, it just it sounded like something totally different. Not not necessarily bad, but uh, it helps for me because I'll, I'll be singing on this one and my range is lower. Oh, okay. You so know, is that why you tuned down? Is this? The, I don't know. No, I, I don't think initially that was. Um, but just, now that I've kind of picked the, the range that I want to sing it, if I were to tune it back up, I, I'd have to change everything. Yeah, I think you'd start barking. Um, but I get those like so the guys that I'm jamming with they they don't detune their guitar. Um, so I end up playing basically like the baritone. I, I play it as if it were like a baritone roll, yeah. kind of between the bass and, and the, the lead. That um, sounds great. I mean, I like the way that sounds. And in, um, in um, when you listen back, when you listen to tune lower tunings, it just it doesn't sound like you know a, a guitar to me. It, it sounds like a different yeah. instrument. Like like you have different acoustic you know like you have a viola you have a violin yeah. you have a cello you have a, um, a bass cello and 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 they all have their range and it's kind of like this with guitars and that's what i found with this thing it's it's kind of like that it's more like an old you know instrument from austria that you anticipated I, that uh, i was waiting for a long time so i'm i'm really but I'm even just looking at really, it, you were telling me like months ago you started listening to classical music. Yeah, that's what you yeah, wanted to play. Of course, it's yeah. funny, man. It's been speaking to you since before. Right. Before. So yeah, when I got it and I picked it up, I started playing different. You knew. I mean, I didn't even try to play different. It was just happening, naturally. Nobody's answered our ad on Craigslist yet. <laughs> That's still us jamming. Um, well, yeah, we can finally talk about your amp. Your amp is, uh, is finally here today too. That's noise. It's a noisemaker. What is it? You said it's it's, a, uh, it's forty watts. It's got um an Apache amp. Well, yeah, it's kind of a um, um it's a mutt. I would say it's a mutt. It's got an old Stancore power transformer. That's got a lot of current supply and then a 40-watt output transformer from an old Fender Bandmaster. And then I use um, whatever tubes I feel like putting in there. 
I use EL34. You change it regularly? No. But just I'll, when, when I'll, you set that up? You when I, um, what I'll do is I'll try a, a certain pair. I'll try like um, like for a while, I'm, um, maybe a couple months, I had some old USA 6CA7. They're the USA equivalent of an EL34, and they got the fat bottle, so they have this big, robust tone. And then I think now I have 6L6, but I've had other EL34s in there too. And then I had a pair of 5881s, the old Tungsol 5881s from like the early 60s. Would you call they, this one? Huh? Would you call this one a warrior or? Uh, uh, yeah, a and that it's that. It would be like a warrior type amp. Okay. And um, pretty much everything's just handpicked. All the, you know, on the board, everything I built, just picking all the the parts I wanted. That's how all your amps are, right? Yeah, I but mean, this one was kind of, this is mine. Even more so. This is mine, so yeah. yeah, I just picked everything and, you know, put it together and and it's my favorite amp, so, you know, there's always offers to buy it. So, yeah. You know, there was, was a guy yesterday it. asking, yeah. yeah. There's been like, you know, a few and I've actually put it up for sale, but then, you know, the guys kind of, you know, they change their mind, and then I say, okay, I'll keep it. I love it, you know. But, you know, you never know. Somebody might want it tonight. But it's it's um, just one of those things that, that um, grows on you, and you start playing it, and, and then... You play other amps, you play other, um, you know, really nice stuff. You go to, like, an amp show, and you see all this really cool stuff with all these features, and it's like, wow, this is great stuff. But then, you know, I come home and turn this thing on, and I'm like, uh, not, it just feels so comfortable, and, you know, I'm really just makes me happy just playing through it. Yeah. So I'm making another one like it. It's a little lower power. For somebody? Um, um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, there's a couple of guys that are, you know, asking about it. And mm -hmm. then, you know, if they want this one, you know, I'll keep that one, <laughs> the next one. <laughs> but yeah, special transformers again, you yeah. know, old, old uh, Stancor iron from um, the good old days. Good, good quality transformers. And that's Sounded one of the great. main ingredients. Sounded yeah. great. I well, they're 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 very musical. They have a lot of um, good dynamics. Uh, harmonics are are really like robust. Really nice harmonics. Really nice feel. You know, yeah. it's it's like right away. It just feels like an old you know pair of comfortable shoes or an old baseball glove. Kind of that's kind of like my my idea of, you that's know, what you're going uh, for yeah, uh, like because I played baseball for a lot of years when I was a kid, and you have a glove and you just beat it up on purpose. You would get you know you get a new glove, you take it, you throw it in the dirt, stomp on it, and you put oil on I it. Remember that you put it under just, your mattress, fold it inside out. That's no, what we well I did other yeah I would sit on it or have yeah, your dad it, drive over it. Yeah, whatever you know whatever it gets to get that really nice broken in feel <laughs> yeah. to it and then just use it for years and you oh, know after a couple yeah. of years it just feels like you know like it belongs to you 
like part of your body, and that's the same with the amp. You know, you, you build them like that. That's how you want them to, to be when you first fire them up, which is not easy. You know, it takes time to, to dial something in to feel like that. But it's worth it. The reward is it's there. You know, it's great. You know, and then somebody else hears it and tries it and goes, okay, how much? Yeah. You know, because they just immediately feel, you know, Are you still enjoying the dynamics. I don't enjoy it too much. You don't? So. No, because my eyes aren't very good. So I've been, um, you know, having a lot of problems with um, eye headaches, you know, the headaches in my eyes. and. Didn't you have a glasses issue? Yeah, before? I had my glasses were the issue. Well, and it's the not main going away. Thing. Well, I still get, I'll get pain because of the the hours of strain. Yeah. You know? How many hours so, go into an amp? Well, it depends on, you know, what it is. You know, I built one... Um, maybe a month ago, it took me a couple of weeks, you yeah. know, but you know, it's all the drilling and punching of the chassis by hand. And then the, um, building the board by hand, everything is by hand. So it could have been faster if everything was like prefab, you know, <laughs> like all the chassis was, you, here's your, you know, here's the chassis. It's got all the holes for your tubes. You don't even have to make holes for the screw holes, you know, or anything. It's just all done and you just get yeah. the parts and put them in a bag and then just sit there and throw everything together and it's like you know um simple that's a chassis only you know but i'll still build the board by hand the um circuit board you know so that's i don't know that takes a couple days so you like it but you for don't a good board like it i don't like the the um just something draws you to continue to do it well, yeah, it's stupidity. It's like <laughs> I should be working in a gas station. But I'm um, like looking at all these small parts with these, yeah. you know, these magnifiers sometimes, and I'm getting headaches, and I'm like, oh, I hate amps, you know. And it's like I and I grab the guitar and I'll go sit down at the kitchen table and play, you know, just to get away from it. Or I'll go to the store. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll turn everything off, turn the light off, and walk to the store. And go buy something to munch on just to get out, get away from it because you need a break. But it's real straining on your on your um, your brain and your eyes, and you know you're always concentrating on on just everything being just right, and it really drains you. So it's also like um, I guess it would be your your brain gets tired too yeah. not only your eyes but you know just the thinking that goes into it all the time you think if you didn't love it or if you weren't so I interested in doing a good job it wouldn't it wouldn't take up so many of your resources yeah well if you didn't care it wouldn't right it yeah. wouldn't drain you like that yeah because you want it to be like really you know amazing I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know. Gas you know what right. I mean. If whatever you, yeah, a gas station would be great. You won't give a shit. And yeah, how much for those peanuts? Uh, I don't know. Whatever it says. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, no, it's a. It's like I love it, but then I hate it at the same time. You know, it's the same. Uh, I'm sometimes I feel like that about just playing music. Yeah. It's like, man, if I wasn't a musician, I might be somebody by now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> or if I didn't oh play God. guitar all all my life, I might have been doing you know something else professionally. Rocket you know, science. Um, oh no, no, <laughs> just something you know more um, you know um, stable. <laughs> 
being a musician is just it's an emotional roller coaster you can be really um on fire and happy and you know just you crash you know like yeah you just everything's just like so exciting and amazing (laughs) and you know you just love it being a musician and then the next two weeks later you feel like man what am i doing this for yeah you know so it's kind of like and then when I was growing up, what it was, was it was kind of like my antidote to depression. And, yeah. you know, because I, had a, I was going through a lot of stuff as a teenager, as a kid. And I, I put it all into music, all my emotions, all my, you know, all the things I was going through. I put it into playing when I was playing my music. And it, I felt, you know, like it was kind of like my medicine it's funny you say that, man. When so, I was when I was in like late elementary, early junior high, we we were going through some stuff, and we moved around a bunch, yeah. and uh, got real into hard rock. Got really into playing music, and I'd spend four or five hours a day after school, right, every day. Um, and I've I, you know I don't practice like that anymore. I've not practiced like that in 10, 15 years. Um, but it it was at that point in my life where it just it got very deep. And it's not like it's a part of everything I do, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I, you know, as I'm, I'm writing now, and I'll say, um, you know, Tuesday and Thursday are my days to write, you know, because I've got other jobs. I've got, you know, my own gig, and, and I've got a family and, and stuff like that. So I'll try to cram being creative and letting that, that same kind of uh, cathartic like, thing happen to me, right? I try to bottle it and make it fit. Mm. into a couple days a week yeah and some days i'll I'll just hit my head and you know nothing happens and i just scratch out of my calendar pretend i didn't set that time aside and and move on and and other days i'll get i'll get sucked into it Mm. and and a day will go by and i will have you know neglected other things but um you'll be stuck on it all night yeah and pretty much yeah well so you know some days after that i'll i'll pop out of bed with more ideas and i'll beatbox them into this you know this recorder thing here um other times I'll, you know, pack the stuff away, listen to some of the stuff I did, and I'll feel terrible, and I'll, I'll feel I'll feel like withdrawal, like man, fuck that, you know, that, that didn't turn out like it should have. Um, was this the best use of my time? Yeah, you know, I get I all these like negative kind of like right. self doubty voices. Right. Um, exactly. That's when, you know, even in the in the thick of it, it it was euphoric, even when it's not so great. Mm-hmm. You know, it even 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 when. The parts that I'm working on, or they—they they won't be parts I ultimately keep, or the way that I recorded isn't very um, professional sounding. You know, uh, I'll, I'll discover an out of tune string later, or I, I'll, I'll miss a note repeatedly when I'm trying to communicate an idea to other people, mm-hmm. and that's kind of embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it's—it uh, still calls me back a couple days later. Oh, I'm yeah. ready to go, and um, of course. out of bed to play guitar no never, what do you mean pulled out does it pull you oh, out of bed no it doesn't but um 
the brain thing happens. So um, you know, <laughs> you start you start thinking of all these riffs. Yeah. All these drum parts, bass parts, keyboard parts, all this stuff's going on in your brain and I should get out of bed and just you don't? No. Oh man, I try I to just get lay, out. I try to get you out. You know, the first thing I think is if I get up, it's gonna get lost. Yeah. Oh man, I'll hop out of bed. It's gonna it's hop gonna evaporate. Shower. Like, okay, I better just stay here and listen to this because <laughs> if too. I get up, I, I'm gonna blow uh, it, you know. Yeah. And then it'll it'll get you know, it'll disappear and, you know, evaporate into space and okay, where did it go? I don't know. What but there are ideas that come at, you know, you wake up at three, four in the morning, and then there's a song that's just, just there. Waiting for it you. just comes, you know, it comes to you. And, and sometimes it's in your dream. You hear the yeah. music and you wake up and it's still there. And you have all these different ideas. It's just a part sometimes. And then then you what you do is you wake up and you start thinking, okay, what... What can go around that part? Yeah. What works with that Water part? And, grow. and then, then you mess it all up. <laughs> well, and you're like, well, you know, um, let's try something else. You know, I don't know. It's 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 the brain thing. You know, your brain is really. I had this working all the time. I had this experience sometime. So, I I must have been uh, late teens, early twenties, or something, and um, I couldn't sleep one night, and this whole symphony just came into my head. And I, you know, I never didn't get out of bed. I didn't capture any of it. Um, but I, I laid there listening to it, and it was the first time I ever really remember that happening. And since then, it, it you know, at least once a week, I'll pop up and, and mm. try to capture something that that's in my head. And yeah. it's not always good, but it it, right. it always makes me happy. Is that right? You know, like it, it's not it's not well, always it's... the caliber I would record and share with people. But yeah, it, but it's your music. Yeah, it always soothes me. Right now, that's why, and it's. Like you're not going to get it from any other source. Yeah, I'm learning that. Yeah. <laughs> so, although there's been some great albums out this year, um, but yeah, yeah, it, it it's never as good as the stuff that comes out of your own head. Right. At soothing you. Right. There's certainly and better music out there, but for me anyway. It is. Today's your birthday, Tom. Yeah, I'm older. Well, I made it. You made it? Another year. Yeah. So. Happy it's birthday. cool. Happy, th thanks. And your daughters. Yeah, that's your right. Twin daughters. Are, that's right. We're going to Minchie's tonight. How old are they? They're six. Six. Yep. All right. What was that? You're going what? Minchie's ice cream. Oh, Minchie's. Yeah. Maybe they'll endorse cool. us now that we're on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's been brought to you by Minji's. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and my twin daughters. Yeah, well, they don't have any money. What's their names? Uh, Emma and Mia. Who? Emma and Mia. Emma. That's the name of my amp. Is it really? Yeah, that's Emma. There you go. <laughs> um, so can she have it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, fatherhood's a trip. Um, yeah. we've, got, um, we've got a little music set up in the corner. With a keyboard so and the a kids are playing drum set. Oh yeah, good, good microphone. That's really um, nice. 
you know, I'm not pushing them to it. But if they start, if they pick it up, I'll go over there and start playing with them. Yeah. And uh, we'll make stuff up or we'll, you know, we'll botch versions of their favorite Disney songs or mm-hmm. whatever's on the radio. Um, <laughs> my wife, Nancy, got uh, one or two Grammy CDs a couple of years ago. So in addition to Disney, we've got like the, these top 40 type hits mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have otherwise ever right. known of. Yeah. And they wouldn't either. And mm-hmm. so we'll do... Um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. It's like a uh, yeah. I'm not even gonna say it. It's some embarrassing stuff. But we'll play it, and it's fun, and it's we connect over it, and you know, it is what it is. And Barbies and um, turtles. Oh yeah, we have all that. That the, that's our audience. <laughs> a row of Barbies. And oh a turtle. okay, there you go. And the um, turtle. Yeah, but one of them in particular cool. though is is really into to heavy metal. She'll listen to, wow. to like hard rock with me. Really. Um, you know, when she was like four, we were driving home from preschool one day, and we were listening to um, some kind of growling uh, doom. Right, and, right. And she was like, "Yeah," she said, "Look, Daddy, I can do that too." And she's like, <laughs> "And I, you know, my heart swelled up three times." Yeah, and, you're all proud. Yeah, oh, I, I, I wanted to post That's on Facebook, funny. but I, I forgot. Uh, um, well, I was doing um, like some really heavy you know crunchy stuff when I, I had this Mesa Boogie amp that, yeah. and it was a Mark IV and I set it up for like this crunchy you know metal sound Yeah. and I'm like hacking away you know and I look up and there, in the crack of my door I see my daughter like swinging her head around <laughs> like she looked like yeah. Cousin It because her hair was all over her face and she was like I was like check her out she's rocking her. yeah that's it <laughs> but man. she didn't I I didn't you know she was in the other room yeah. but I could see her through the crack of the door just like getting all into it and I started laughing I was like well check this out you know yeah and it was funny it's, you never know what you know what the kid will get into anyway tonight I might be playing bass where for um there, well there's a guy there's a friend of mine he he's a guitarist and um, he's um. He's kind of close to my age. He's younger. And he used to play in a band, a metal band, hair band. All right. And then the drummer is an old ex-hair band guy. The drummer used to play for Great Great White. And then Gene, the guitar player used to play for uh, Lizzie Borden. And he said, oh, well, you got a bass? And I said, yeah. He said, well, you know, I'll send you a list of songs, man. Let's Let's do something. So... I might grow my hair, Jeff, and you know, Sounds wear good. some uh, spandex. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if you. We'll to play do that some anymore. spaghetti western music, whatever. No, it'll be fun. You know, probably be rock. I don't know if we're gonna, if I'm gonna do it tonight. It's my birthday. I might. You should. That's a good I, reason well, to do it. Well, there's other, you know, things that I might do. I don't think I've got the right, like, circuitry in my head for bass. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't see it as anything but a big guitar, and I, I know that that's wrong. Is that right? I mean, can I well, can I admit that? It's just a. Um, sometimes I play it and I'll be all right. I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's that's what it that's kind of what it should do. It should, you know. But I, when I hear other people play it, I'm just it's wizard it's wizardry right, to me right. a lot of the time. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, like voicing the notes that you know, picking the right notes, the appropriate notes right. out of a out of a chord. For the bass, that, that's mm-hmm. really hard for me. I don't know what it is. Got a mental block. 
well, it's spend time with it and, you know, just realize that it's a different instrument. Oh, and totally. It needs it needs to have its place. Like, you know, nothing like a good pocket bass player that yeah. really just you can feel behind you. And, you know, with a drummer and a bassist that lock really good, it's just, it's it's so nice, you know, to have that behind you if you're playing guitar. Yeah. You know. Or singing or anything. Right, yeah. So it's like I really appreciate um, a bass player's role in a band because, you know, they keep everybody locked together. Yeah. And... It's just so nice to see, you know, somebody like Chris Roy. He's just he's just a solid, yeah, pocket dude. You know, he just like keeps it, you know, all together, really good. And um, he he does he does an amazing a, job of that. Yeah, it's like, you know, guys like that are just, you know, you, they're not every you, you don't see them all the time. But man, he that's just why he's keeps working. It, yeah. Right? That's why, yeah, that's why he's, he's got all those gigs. Exactly. Uh, there's you know? a reason for that. And there's other, you know, there's other guys. Um, Travis Carlton, you know, he's another pocket guy. He just keeps it good, you know, and he's not showy. And then once in a while, man, he'll do this solo and it's like, yeah, you know, but he keeps a good solid pocket for everybody. That's what you got to provide. You got to give somebody to feel the rhythm. <laughs> Enough, enough. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's just, you know, it's something that I really like to do. If I'm playing my bass and the drummer is a, you know, really good drummer, I like playing along with the drummer. And, and there it just makes it very satisfying. And then to see the drummer looking at you smiling because you just did something really cool together but you're you know the whole time you're keeping a good solid you know foundation for everybody man that's fun man i love playing bass like that you know with a good drummer so. yeah, um i was listening to a couple new albums recently and um they're not not all of that what you just described translates to like a recording session or like a finished album all the time um and I noticed that most of the albums that I've I've purchased in the last year uh, are really dense, and they don't they don't. It's like there's not enough trust there to let the mm. parts mm-hmm. just kind of occupy their own space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is something you, you get more in, in like kind of a live, you know, uh, like a, a jam or a rehearsal or um, mm-hmm. just. Uh, just working out, you know, a, a part together, because that communication between like a bassist and a drummer it communicates to the listener too. I think, um, right? Yeah, and really... if everybody's shouting at the same time, nothing gets out. Right. Yeah, if everybody's talking at the same time, then nothing really. Nobody can hear it. Nobody can really hear what's being said because everybody's soloing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's like even sometimes though, if everybody's just too loud. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or everybody's playing on the same beats, you know. Right. Um, right. The same patterns. Yeah. You know, there's something about, like, cause I, as I'm, you know, I do most of my writing in, in isolation. It's just me. Uh, it's, it's a real challenge to writing tunes for four or five people mm-hmm. um, without specifically writing those parts. I mean, I, I guess I could 
if I was better at, at arranging and composing, maybe I could have all four or five of those parts ready for people as they come in the door. Um, but I've always been kind of like a guitar and vocalist dude, and I, I, I'll build out mm -hmm. an outline. Um, but I, the one thing I, I keep getting reminded of when I come into like a rehearsal studio is that I, I will have written something that's entirely too dense. There's just not enough room for other voices. Yeah. Um, we can fix it, right? It's not hard to fix that. Mm -hmm. You just you know let things breathe or um, right. let something loop a little bit longer, you know, a few more times, turn down the volume. I, um, I use hardly any distortion anymore. For playing hard rock, I, mm -hmm. I use very little actual distortion. Because um, <laughs> there's not room for it a lot of the time. Right. You know, And if you, when you do bring it out, you want it to be you know, a step up. You, you want somebody right. to notice. Right. And... Uh, yeah, I think it's different. One thing is like the different generation, you know, the the era that like I grew up in. It's like everybody was cranking everything up all the way, and it's like you didn't hear clean parts a lot. You know, yeah. I mean, every you know, like look at Woodstock. How many? Guitar players were playing with a clean, yeah. you know, twin reverb. <laughs> they all had these stacks, man. They're like Leslie West is cranking, you know. Um, Ten years after, you know, Alvin Lee's just ripping, and you know, like high screaming leads, and and then you got Hendrix, you know, and you know, it was just that time, you know, Santana, you know, Carlos is just cranking and wailing. And nobody's like playing these nice little clean, you know, yeah, things. And then that was the thing back then. It was like everybody was just like, "Give me a Marshall stack and a Les Paul, or whatever guitar, yeah, SG, and let's rock." You know, let's play, and it's like full tilt. You know, and that's what we did when we played in bands. All our knobs went to ten. Yeah, you know, on on our our amps and our guitars. And then we had pedals, you know, that came later. And you get a, a what was it, a Distortion Plus. And you step on that and all you heard, like, yeah, you know, yeah. but you got these incredible screaming leads. Yeah, yeah, we're bad, you know, and then, you know, wah-wah, you know. So everybody, that was the thing. So learning how to, um, I mean, unlearning that is the, the, the hard part, you know, for guys that, like grew up at my time because we all just cranked. So you have to learn how to turn it down and, you know, use all these dynamics that, you know, I'm trying to learn how to do that, you know. And today we're just having fun and cranking stuff up. But, you know, for writing music, you can't, you know, just I know what you mean. You know, they come and, and that part comes. It's like you feel that, you know, yeah, you know, there it is. Yeah. And then there's other times where it's just like, you know, you got that whole, you know, this whole section where it's, you got a clean guitar and keyboard and, and, and it, you just build the, I guess the dynamics, you build everything up. And then when you finally hear that, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels better. Yeah. <laughs> I yes, guess. it does. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a it's just learning learning how to play music. It's a lifelong thing.
mom's thinking about taking lessons from a couple people. We'll see. But yeah, I could use some. I could use some lessons. Some polishing up myself. <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. I yeah. think we're, we're about out of our time. Yeah. Here. Okay, man. All right. Well, it's good seeing you. Good show. Ah, well. Good show. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hot air, like tortilla. That's but fine. No, man. Um, I just got to figure out what I'm going to do. It's your birthday, man. You do yeah, I don't know what I want to do, man. Oh. Well, there's there's a transformer transplant uh, I can do. 